0: Hey, this is your World Cup daily podcast. Andy Kerr in with Leanne Sanderson, Juventus and England striker. We've reached the final four. Are you slightly torn? England against USA, your nation against your home? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me,
1: this is a, almost like a dream come true. I wish I was playing in it, but, you know, it's going to be hard for me. I'm a proud Englishwoman, but, you know, I love America and it's like, that's my home now, you know. So for me, I'm looking forward to watching this one. And I really genuinely couldn't tell you how it went. But I think whoever wins this, it's almost like a final. Mm. You know, it's a bit of an anti because it should be a final, I believe. But um, and then the two best teams of the four left in. Yeah, 100%. But as we saw today, you know, Germany are ranked number two. And they ended up getting beat by Sweden, you know. So the rankings and teams, I think we should judge the teams, like you're saying, based upon what we see during this tournament. And I think that England and America are the two best teams left.
0: They go to Lyon, of course. Big stadium for a big game. Will that change the way the teams play?
1: Yes and no. You know, Lucy Bronze. She said that she's been looking forward to this even before the tournament mm. started because you know they knew you can tell who you're going to play against depending on how you where you finish finishing your group. So, you know, Lucy Bronze has been looking forward to this for a long time. And I like to hear that because I think we're no longer fearing the Americans, which is what we've usually done in the past. I think now the Americans, they know they have to show up to play against us. Whereas in previous years, I think they knew they would kind of beat us before the game had even started due to Im- intimidation, you know, and stuff like that. But I think England have definitely come on leaps and bounds in the last few years.
0: I suppose the one shame is the fact that the French are out of the tournament. Probably the best game we've seen, actually, the, the France-USA game. But when the hosts were there, you had that momentum among the French people as well. You hope that doesn't die out for the last week of this tournament now?
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I know the US have a huge following. You know, a lot of people that I know, mm. kids that I coach, kids that I mentor, have flown over from all over the world from America to watch this. And I hope that England can get a lot of people, you know, with the World Cup fever. I hope there can be a lot of people there that the games. But I do think it's a shame that the hosts are out because not because they're only the hosts, but they're a magnificent mm. team.
0: Right, let's have some fun. So, England-USA is the first semi-final. And given that you've professed your love for both equally, (laughs) uh, (laughs) let's do a dream team then. We've got the American squad, the English squad to pick from. Let's pick a 1-11. Okay. Karen Bardley. Uh, Two full-backs.
1: Lucy Bronze and Crystal
0: Dunn. Hard to argue. What about centre-backs? Steph Houghton and Becky Sauerbrunn. That's fair enough. As long as Steph's fit. yes. In our dream team, it doesn't matter. She's not a fit. Nah. No. Uh, okay, uh, what about midfield? Are you going to go 4 3 3 or 4 4 2? They both played 4 3 haven't
1: they? I think I'll go with the 4 3 3. Okay. And I'm going to go with Carly Lloyd, Julie Ertz, and Sam Lewis.
0: All three Americans.
1: Yeah, now it's an interesting one because Carly Lloyd's not got as many minutes as I'm sure she would have hoped. It's
0: interesting because you put Carly Lloyd in there and Jill Ellis doesn't pick her.
1: Yeah, but I think it's mostly based upon, I don't think, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I can only think it's because Jill doesn't think she can last 90 minutes anymore. I don't think that's the case, but that can be the only reason, because her quality is better than the other midfielders, If I'm in my opinion.
0: What about Fran Kirby doesn't get a look in there?
1: No, because I don't think it's been Fran's best tournament. I love Fran, she's a great friend of mine, and um, I don't think she's played badly, but I don't think we've seen the Fran Kirby that we know of. Mm. She's a fantastic player, but I just don't think she ha- can be in that eleven at this moment in time. She would have been in the last World Cup, 100%.
0: Maybe Tuesday's the day to show off.
1: I hope so. Prove you wrong. I hope so. No, she doesn't need to <laughs> prove me wrong. I love Fran, and she's a great player, but I just don't think that out of those three players, I don't think Fran has been better than them.
0: I'm widening you up. I know so you are. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> uh, okay, the, that's the midfield three. What about front three?
1: Yes. So I'm going with Nikita Paris, yes. Ellen White and Megan Rapino.
0: No, Alex Morgan, top scorer at the World Cup?
1: No. Um, really? Again, I like Controversial. Alex. Controversial. I like Alex, but I think Ellen White's been better. And I, I don't think that, you know, Alex... Played well against Thailand. She scored five goals, and I think people didn't give her enough credit because they were saying, you know, it's only against Thailand. But the goals were good, you know. And but for me, I don't think Alex has had a great tournament. I don't think she's been bad. But again, I, I think we're seeing in this tournament players playing well that no one expected, you know, as opposed to okay, this is the reputation. For example, tonight with Sweden, Blackstinius. Mm. I had no idea about her before this tournament, if I'm, if I'm honest. And she had a fantastic game. So I'm not going to base it off of reputation. Maybe I'm being a bit of a hypocrite because I put Carly Lloyd in there. But I love her mentality. And I think if the USA are to beat England, I think she's going to play a huge role, even if that is coming off the bench. And we saw that last night. She brought on Carly Lloyd for Sam Lewis, mm. you know. And it was she did that because she knows she can trust Carly Lloyd in that to see out the game. Interesting. I-
0: Just going back to what we said about um, Ellen over Alex Morgan, are you more impressed with Ellen White, who's done it every game, as opposed to Alex Morgan, who had that one wonderful game against Thailand and has played well, but maybe not quite as outstanding since the opener?
1: Yeah, you know, I I don't think Jill Ellis helped her in a weird way. You know, I'm not making excuses for Alex, but I think, you know, not having her play in the second game against Mm. Chile. Lost a bit of momentum. Yes, and then in the third game she got injured and came off at half-time. So I feel like, you know, Alex is a great player and she does come alive when they really need her. But I want to see the Alex that we all know and love running in behind. I don't want to see Alex checking towards the ball. And I think that's what makes Alex great when Carly Lloyd's on the pitch because Carly picks up the ball and is able to play those through balls. I think now we see Alex checking towards the ball and that's why she keeps getting kicked. And we see Alex on the floor a lot because she's checking towards the ball. Players are coming through the back of her, but that's not her game. And if you see Alex running towards the other, up to running towards your own goal, that means you're in. You've got the upper hand because
0: you don't want to see her running at you. Fair point. Last one then. Uh, who's going to be the coach? Phil Neville. Gilles.
1: Ooh, I'll have to go with Jill Ellis. Really? Yeah, because I just think I don't know. I know more about her. I know her personally, and you know I think. Yeah, it's not it's not
0: a favouritism thing. It's just big call for a Man United fan to drop Phil
1: Neville. No, it's not dropping him. You know, I think he said a lot of great comments during this tournament that I really enjoyed seeing. Mm. You know, when I was in the studio, he said what I was saying. I was like, yes, finally we have an England manager that's not afraid to say what the truth is. So you know, but I'll have to go with JL Ellis for this one.
0: Do you know what I like about you? You're not just saying Phil just to get on the right side of him. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's gonna win it England USA next Tuesday we've got three days to build up so you don't have to this is
1: so hard it's making me sweat just thinking about it I have to say I want England to win
0: because I'm from England I don't like where this is going you're gonna say but
1: I think the US I just think the US I think you know they just the experience they've had in these tournaments I think we I think we can beat them I would love it to be a draw (laughs) but it
0: can't be well, it could be. So, it, could be another, know, it could be another late
1: night for us. Right. But I mean, like, you know, for me, it's a hard one. But yeah, I, I, I think USA will win, but I want England to win. But I also would be okay if America wins. So I'm chatting absolute nonsense because I'm trying to express how much I love them both. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs>
0: That seems like a good place <laughs> to leave it. Uh, that's <laughs> it for your World Cup daily. You know, we, we might as well come back tomorrow and do another one. We can continue to build up this. Yeah, why it not? It has all the makings of an absolute cracker. First World Cup semi-final, England against the States in Lyon it takes place on Tuesday, and of course you'll see it with us live on Be In Sports.